Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 167. And today uh, we are going to take a pause from our Come Follow Me studies as normal and have a look at something else that has been studied uh, this week. Um, uh, something that stood out to me, um, which I, I enjoyed and want to share with you, is something from the, the Leahona in June 2022. Uh, and it is titled, Learning from God's Pattern of Councils. So um, this is a great little article uh, about how the how several church leaders uh, have been interviewed over the years about principles of, of effective councils. And all of the, all of these uh, quotes are kind of put together uh, into this one article, uh, and I liked this as well because, of course, councils um, don't just apply to, you know, ward councils and state councils and so on, um, but councils also apply to individuals and families. Uh, President Dallin H. Oaks taught, "quote The principle of counselling is nowhere more important than in the relationship between a husband and a wife, and in their relationship as parents to their children." or anyone else who may, in an extended family, be living with them, uh, close quote. Uh, this is so important for all of us to understand, not just people who have leadership responsibilities in the church or who may do one day, um, but it's important because families need to understand these principles as well and apply them to their counselling settings. Uh, families need to counsel together. And what this is, is not the parents sitting the children down and talking about what they need to do. A family council is much different uh, than that. Um, so if we have a look then, uh, there's seven principles in this article. So I'm going to have to go through them quite quickly. Or this may end up end up becoming like kind of a two-Monday um, discussion because, uh, as we've had sometimes in the past, because these are some excellent um, principles that are shared. And as I say... Uh, they kind of come from different interviews from church leaders across a number of years. So uh, a lot of wisdom and um, unified voices as well. Which, of course, as we've learned on this podcast in the past, uh, when there are when there's the unified voice of the brethren or repeated messages from the brethren and sisters uh, talking about uh, things of a similar nature, then you can be more assured that it is doctrine. doctrine. So uh, something to consider as well. Uh, so let's go on to the principles of effective councils then, now that we've established that this applies to everyone, including single people. In fact, President Ballard talked, uh, quote, those who are single and even students living away from home can follow the pattern of divine counsel by gathering with friends and roommates to counsel together, close quote. And of course, um, you know, this won't be necessarily uh, termed a family council, but you can still counsel with, with other individuals. And of course, uh, the article says, quote, even a person living alone can counsel in a council meeting with the Lord through prayer. They can express love and gratitude and ask for inspiration and guidance as they listen for the prompting of the Spirit, he, he said. Close quote. So, um, this this counselling comes with seven principles, or these councils, I should say. Um, so, the first one is know your purpose. Uh, to begin with, it says, quote, a council meeting is not is not telling everyone what to do. President Ballard said a council meeting is not asking everyone to give a report. A council meeting is when a bishop says, for example, we have a problem with reverence in the ward. Let's talk about it. What can we do? 
A council meeting is an opportunity to come together to understand and unify around a common purpose. Close quote. So there has to be a purpose, a meaning for the gathering. Otherwise, there is no point. Um, if you, as President Ballard said, it's not asking everyone to give a report. That can be done, I suppose, um, through an email or through something like that. Um, it's not about um, telling everyone what to do. It's not about getting your leaders together and saying, um, right, this is what we're going to do about this. Uh, can you do this? Can you do this? Right, off you go. And everyone just taking their action items away. Um, it is about hearing and gathering um, ideas and suggestions and um, advice from all of the council members. Um You'll notice uh, that when um, we had the Grand Council in Heaven, Heavenly Father presented a plan, um, but then um, it was to then ask individuals for input on the plan. And of course, um, you know, this Grand Council in Heaven, I'm sure that we only have some um, basic details of what happened. There was probably more things and discussion that took place there. But the fact uh, that... Uh, the Grand Council in Heaven was called for that direct purpose of planning and discussing how we were going to provide a way for all of Heavenly Father's children to be given the opportunity to have experiences uh, that would help them become like him. But there was also discussion about, right, we, we need a saviour for this plan. How is this going to happen? And there was discussion from individual members of that council. Um, so reason dictates that there was probably more discussion about other things as well. Uh, this is just what we have recorded down. Uh, and that is, you know, how a council should work. It should have a purpose um, and invite others to take part in discussion about that purpose. The second principle that the article gives is keep the saviour at the centre. And this is interesting, this, because, of course, when we think about, again, the council in heaven and how the saviour was the centre, we also recognise that keeping the saviour at the centre of perhaps state councils and ward councils are you know, a logical thing to do uh, for a family. This may not be as obvious, as, as obvious straight away that this is what we need to do. Because we're not um, directing uh, the salvation of others, uh, perhaps we just don't think straight away of involving the saviour or keeping the saviour as the centre, not even just involving him, but having him as the main discussion point of our family councils. Uh, but to do this, we may ask a couple of questions, such as, what would the Saviour want us to do in this situation? How can we accomplish the Saviour's purpose? Uh, are we keeping the Saviour as the, the centre of our family? Uh, President Camille N. N. Johnson um, said, quote, This is a ministering to the one, and the way we can know how to do that on a global basis is by inviting our Saviour into the process and recognising the Spirit. Close quote. She was speaking about uh, the uh, kind of general boards of the um, the church in their councils and how, you know, there is some need for administrative and planning purposes, but that is not really the main purpose of the councils. It is a ministering process. It is a uh, discussion about how to know how to minister to the one um, and to reach out and involve others in following the Saviour as well. Uh, the third principle shared is invite the Spirit by preparing this, for me, I think, is one of the most uh, important ones that I've kind of picked up over the years, for me personally, is that a council that comes prepared um, is 
far more ready uh, to talk with the spirit and make decisions. Um, you know, council members could review background information before uh, the discussion to help that discussion move forward. I like this quote by uh, Elder, D, uh, Elder Quentin L. Cook first, actually, um, who said, quote, put it in context. Um, this could be historical or doctrinal context or, or observations from personal experience. A family counselling about ways to improve their Sabbath day observance, for example, might read related scriptures or general conference talks, close quote. Um, also, Elder, Etef, Elder Dietrich Uchtdorf said, quote, good information can bring inspiration. You have to collect information and then you are in the position to receive revelation when you connect to the spirit, close quote. It is very much like, you know, how the prophet Joseph Smith, before he went to pray in the grove of trees, he read and he studied um, before he went to counsel with the Lord uh, in the grove of trees, in the sacred grove. As a family council, as a ward council, as whatever councils you take part in, whatever we want to discuss and have that purpose behind discussing needs to have some sort of background pondering and, and discussion before we then have that discussion. Otherwise, council members, except for maybe perhaps the bishop or bishopric, who are bringing this purpose to the council, um, may not have had sufficient time to ponder and reflect on their discussion points uh, and, and, their, and their thoughts. So I think that that is obviously a very important one too. We are going to make this uh, a two-weeker. So we have gone through three of the principles. We have four of them left. Uh, so we will uh, get, conclude this in our episode, Monday episode next week. But I just thought it was an interesting uh, kind of point, discussion point to have here. And a good article with some really sound um, um, action points there. So thank you so much for listening today. I um, hope you enjoyed the study. Uh, I will put a link to the article that I have based the thoughts around uh, today as well uh, in the Facebook group. So please do join us there and share your thoughts on what we studied and also share about your come follow me study this week. And I'll share any comments that are shared. And I said the word shared a lot there, but it is what it is. I'll share <clears throat> some of the thoughts that have been shared in the Facebook group uh, on the next Monday's episode as well. Or you can email ldstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you so much for your time. And until we meet again.